All right, and we're back for another episode of Inside Sports Fantasy Football. It's Gerald Glassford coming right back at you here from Inside Sports Fantasy Football, the Lakers Fast Break, Pop Culture Cosmos, and Game Source. We truly appreciate everyone out there listening to all of our great shows. And if you can, please give us that five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Plus, if you can like, share, subscribe, follow, or do anything that you can to support us here at Inside Sports Fantasy Football and Domination Sports Nation, it is truly appreciated. And I also want to give everybody a big, big, big heads up. We've got a new kind of partner in the way, along with our other sister program, the Lakers Fast Break. They managed to work out a deal with the awesome, awesome daily fantasy sports place, Thrive Fantasy. That's Thrive Fantasy. So if you're interested in the daily fantasy sports app, the best one out there is Thrive Fantasy, all one word, Thrive Fantasy for you at thrivefantasy.com. Just go there or the App Store or Play Store. Go ahead, download the apps, the Thrive Fantasy app. You can go ahead and use the promo code LFB. That's LFB when you sign up. And you know what they'll do? At Thrive Fantasy, you will receive an instant deposit of up to $50 on your first deposit of $20 or more. So basically, they're going to match up to $50. As long as you're putting at least $20 a catch in. If you put in $20, they put in $20, put in $30, they put in $30, up to $50 matching up right there. When you sign up with Thrive Fantasy, they've given out over $2 million in prizes already as a company. And they wanted to go ahead and they've got tens of thousands more in nfl so you want to go ahead and check out thrivefantasy.com or if you want to download the app today it's thrive fantasy t-h-r-i-v-e-f-a-n-t-a-s-y on the app store or play store you'll be glad you did and good luck because not only you can you do nfl major league baseball pga nba which is coming right around the corner and esports as well so enjoy thrive fantasy today for your daily fantasy fits. And first thing, guys, I want to talk about is this. With the great game that took place between the Ravens and the Browns, it almost kind of snuck up on me, Chris, and I'll be honest with you about the Browns and how good they were going into that game. Yes, they did end up losing. It was a great game to watch. But with all the talk that earlier in the year we were smacking on Mayfield, Baker Mayfield and all that, They've actually have a pretty decent team and a lot of fantasy options. They really do. When your second running back is Kareem Hunt, and that's only because a starter is Nick Chubb, I think that says a lot about your offense. And uh, two, I mean, uh, you know, we we Mayfield's maligned, and we do it here on this podcast too. But I feel like he's really come into his own here down the stretch. The Browns are going to be a playoff team. I think they could even be dangerous and win a couple games. I'm not saying they're Super Bowl contenders, but uh, they've really got weapons to go around. And I, I, what I really think big picture is so fascinating that I feel like their offense has been clicking more without OBJ in the lineup. So um, longer term, I don't know what you guys think, but uh, I would guess the Browns are going to trade him at some point, even if they could get draft picks, because it's not like they miss him offensively. No, not at all. Uh, Dom, your thoughts on the Browns? I'm just going to say this, that yes, they are a competitive team, but you know, all those years that we've seen of futility from them, they've taken the Sam Hinkie concept and the Sixers and the process 
And they are able to do now, they're doing now what Sam Hinkie was prevented of completing, uh, prevented at completing uh, with Philadelphia. They were actually, you know, zero and 16. They were actually at, for years, the, the laughing stock of the league. Yet they built all these assets. They made the right draft choices and now have a competitive team that could possibly be a major playoff contender come a few short weeks from now. Yeah, and I think people are forgetting about the guy that was another number one overall pick, Miles Garrett. Yes, he slammed Mason Rudolph with his helmet. That's a moment I will never forget, but he's pretty good. I'm not saying he's up there with Aaron Donald as a defensive end, but he's pretty dominant, and he gets sacks when he needs to, and he gets pressure on the quarterback. Now, he w- I didn't see him much last night, well, because it's Lamar Jackson. He runs everywhere across the field, but he'll get some pressure. He'll get some pressure. It's about time because I know there's a lot of pressure on him personally because of the fact that Deshaun Watson and Patrick Mahomes were in that draft and were drafted well down below. Uh, Obviously, he's not going to have the nightmares that some other individuals that were drafted higher in that draft had, you know, like Mitchell Trubisky and all that. But it is going to be something that that he has to live with that he was the first pick and you have again Mahomes and Deshaun Watson a little bit farther down the list but I want to hear your thoughts on this speaking of playoffs it is time right now for the fantasy football playoffs for in all leagues and he's as he switches back to Patrick Mahomes I wanted to go ahead and and talk to you guys real quick it is now in the crunch time I have my best week of the season in my major sleeper fantasy league. And of course it was on a bye week for me because I did so well during the regular season. So that's not good. I know the first thing I want to ask you this outside of a certain injury in Tampa Bay, I am highly concerned about what are your thoughts on what's going on with fantasy football? How should people prepare and what do they need to look for? Because right now is the time there's no more going back. Yeah. Unfortunately, both of our teams missed the playoffs by one game and uh, all it took was one bad week or one close loss. So uh, I, I think we'll have some more objectivity here on the bright side for podcast listeners. Um, we were Ronald Jones owners in both leagues. If you have him, I'd be very concerned right now. Does I Leonard, am. Does, if he, I heard today they're putting a pin in his finger. That's great. I, but I don't, you know, I really don't know if he will be able to play how effective he'll be. So big picture. Do you go and pick up a Fournette who was a healthy scratch? And uh, I don't know, is he in Bruce Arians' doghouse? I'm not quite sure. Does that mean that you, you're you receiving and tight end options of the Bucks or even Brady or even more must starts or pu- plugged into flex positions because the Bucks won't be able to run, albeit against the Falcons, uh, that could be good for their aerial attack. So right there, I think those are some questions you need to keep an eye on. And then what too, about I think, LaShawn McCoy? Because he's the one that did end up getting some action after Jones got hurt. He did. I mean, uh, I guess you got to keep an eye on that too. Me personally, uh, I think it's a great story, but he's been around a long time. And even if he does, I think at best he gets into kind of a rotation in, in the game against the Falcons. That's just my opinion. I, I don't think he's got the stamina he did five years ago, let's say, when he was a bona fide number one running back. But um, I, th- I think those are things you've definitely got to be concerned with. And then two, big picture, 
you've got to look at teams like you, you look at the Cleveland Baltimore matchup for Monday night, teams that have a lot on the line that are either playing for their playoff lives or, or seeding things like that. I mean, clearly uh, JK Dobbins is the real deal. And Gus Edwards is getting goal line love for the Ravens. You've got those running backs. Uh, I think those are guys you got to consider starting, even though they are in a platoon. Well, that's definitely something to think about. I am highly concerned right now because I have Ronald Jones in one league and he has been a pretty good contributor for me. And my team and the sleeper team, even though I've done extremely well, unfortunately, I don't have much depth at the back end of my roster. I pretty much play my best candidates right there and have and leave everything on the table each and every week with my sleeper team. So I am very concerned at this point. So I'm going to keep tabs on that going forward. I may have to make some precautionary moves in its place. But going forward right now in the league, Dom, if you have any best suggestions to people out there who are right now, like myself, in the midst of the playoffs, what kind of advice do you need to give them right now? I think you just have to look at the matchups and what looks best and what doesn't. And just go with your gut. I mean, my dad and I have learned that throughout these years of fantasy, and we usually second guess, and that's what kills us. But um, you just got to go with your gut, and you have to snag guys on the waiver wires. You know, teams that are in second, third, fourth place in the playoffs, they're going to try to get guys to increase their depth. But if you're, let's say, a first-place team, that's not really worrying that much. But let's say one of your receivers or running backs gets injured, you're going to need to replace him fast. You need to get a lot of depth on your team. You need to go get a guy like Jarvis Landry if he's still out there or Rashard Higgins on the Browns. He caught two touchdowns last night. Those guys can help. Those guys can help indeed. I got to think about what I'm going to be doing next because I am one of those first place teams, but I don't have much depth on the back end of my roster. So I'm very concerned with what's going on right now with my team in the sleeper league, my ESPN team, Still making it, still plugging through, eked out a win this past weekend. So that team is just like the little engine that could going up. Can it go over the hump? Who knows? We'll wait and see on that one. But it is hopefully a good weekend for everyone out there that's involved in the fantasy football playoffs. I'm excited to see that it's now getting down to the most interesting time of the year for fantasy football owners indeed. Once again, I'm with Dominic and Chris Sardieri. If you have any fantasy football lineup questions, waiver questions, please go ahead and send it over to us at Inside Sports FF on Twitter. Also as well, isfantasyfootball at yahoo.com, at Chris L Sports on Twitter. What was your Instagram again? Domination Sports Nation? Yeah, all one word, no hyphen in there. Okay, but you, I know you use, use that one a lot too. And then Chris Sardieri on LinkedIn. Look for that handsome profile face of him right there for you. So you can go ahead and, and go ahead and check him out there and just, I need help. I need help. I need help with my fantasy football team. And you know what he'll do? Of course, he's got Dom on the speed dial. He'll go ahead and make sure you get the right answer. <laughs> Dom, I need help. That's what I do. That's what I do. Chris doesn't know I've got Dom on the speed dial. So, you know, what do I do, Dom? What do I do? <laughs> We'll be right back with more fantasy football. Check out what's been going on with the Pop Culture Cosmo Show and the PCC Multiverse. 
people are just losing their minds trying to consume Marvel products right now. And I don't blame them. This is some of the best entertainment you can get on TV and big screen right now. If something's going to be successful or not, they look at the mentions, they look at the likes, they look at the retweets and the tweets and the subtweets and the tweet tweets. And they look at all of that to say, okay, this is actually going to garner a lot of attention. Catch our shows on worldwide radio seven days a week and right here on the ESO network. But I'll tell you what, it's just going to be a, a very interesting weekend because it is the middle of the playoffs. Uh, I'm just hoping that everybody else does well. I want to ask this before we head to all the other stuff that we do on the ISFF, and that is this. When it comes down to it, and it's in the middle of the playoffs, and you're now toggling between what players you should ride right now, especially with the highly concerned quarterback issue that we talked about on last week's program. Remember we talked about some top-tier quarterbacks who are not performing as well as they once did. I want to hear your thoughts on this, Chris. I mean, we talked about Deshaun Watson, talked about, you know, we talked about a lot of top-end quarterbacks right there. What are your thoughts on some of the high-end quarterbacks right now not being able to produce? Should you be concerned? Should you be worried? Should you be making a, maybe a move towards your backup right now? I think you should. And uh, getting to Watson specifically, they play the Colts this week and Watson seems to be running out of options on who he can throw to uh, on that Houston team. Looks and so good two weeks ago. Yeah, he did. But I just think, you know, between that and, and the lack of depth and the fact that frankly, the Indianapolis defense is pretty underrated. You saw what they did to the Raiders last week. They frustrated Aaron Rodgers a few weeks back. My gut tells me while normally I'd say Watson's a must start every week, if you got a better option as a backup, or even if there's someone out there on waivers that shouldn't be, you may want to consider picking them up because I feel like Watson's trending downward. Also too, you know, we had mentioned last week, Russell Wilson is a kind of a uh, week to week matchup type thing here in the playoffs. He heads into Washington to play the football team and, you know, Chase Young looks like a beast, frankly, and I'm not saying they're going to completely shut down Wilson, but I think that's something to be concerned about. You know, they're riding that defense and uh, the the great miraculous uh, rehab story of Alex Smith to potential playoff run here. And I think they've got some momentum. So that'd be another one I might want to keep my eye on. And then too, um, you know, getting back to the Raiders with Derek Carr, I know he struggled the past few weeks, but they're going up against the Chargers. And yeah, the Chargers want a sloppy one and beat the Falcons. But uh, last time around when they met in L.A. at SoFi Stadium, I think Carr had a pretty good game. And I'd, I'd be pre pretty bullish on him, too, even though I know fantasy owners and even Raider fans can be completely frustrated by his up and down play. Well, I'll tell you what, it's going to be very interesting to see one thing to ask you, Dom, before we head on over to Woof Woof Woof, the doghouse, and that is this, Tua Tagliova, who we have had conversations about in the past few weeks. Is he a keeper? Is he not a keeper? Is Miami just putting him out there to go ahead and get slaughtered? Is he going out, out there to be uh, you know, a sitting duck because they're going to have a high draft pick and going to get Trevor Lawrence, yada, yada, yada. And sure enough, he's actually starting to perform at a level that people are talking about him as a number one fantasy starting option. So I want to hear your thoughts, my friend. Is he truly in the midst of your playoffs? If you have him on your team, is he a number one quarterback option? 
Now, I'm not saying start him over Patrick Mahomes or Russell no. or any of those guys, but he had a great week last week. I mean, he threw two touchdowns to Mike Kosicki, had a rushing touchdown at the goal line, and he only threw one interception compared to my guy right here, three interceptions and more than he's had all season and a 30-yard sack too. So that was kind of brutal to watch. But I think Tua is a definite starter. Now, if it comes down worse to worse and you really need to start him, then I'd start him. And if you're deciding, let's say you have another quarterback on your bench, like Baker Mayfield, Drew Locke, I think he's the guy to start over them. So Mahomes had three interceptions, correct? Yes. And he, but he did have four touchdowns, so I don't really truly feel sorry for him. So, you know, that's – I understand boo-hoo-hoo-hoo. But the guy threw four touchdowns, and they won the game. That's, you know, that's, uh, I guess, the I, the goal. I, obviously, he did wasn't his best performance, but he's still, I think, 25 points, fantasy points in and around there, 22, 25. Still a good day's work. Still a good day's work. But also doing a lot of good day's work. One last thing. I wanted to go ahead and hit you up with this, Chris. And also, Dom, I must be a big fan. I'm not actually a huge fan of this guy, but I keep talking about him year in, year out because I think he gets underappreciated. And last year, it's like he was so under the radar, even though he had like an insane touchdown to interception ratio. This year, he did pick it up as I anticipated. Not just the fact that the, the completion ratio is still there and it's still outstanding. The interception to TD ratio is still there. It's still outstanding. He's throwing more often. He's getting more yards. And now he's creeping into the top five of fantasy football quarterbacks. And that man is Aaron Rodgers. And with his team now number one in their division and actually looming at number one overall in the NFC, could he be a candidate for MVP? Yeah, I think he can. Um, a lot will depend on how Mahomes performs here down the stretch. I think Rodgers, like you mentioned, they're playing for that top seed in the lone bye this year. There's not two buys like in previous years. Um, I think they've got a lot to play for still. And uh, Devontae Adams, who we had on one of our teams, is just phenomenal. I think one of the most underappreciated receivers and offensive players in the NFL. And it's just unbelievable how the guy gets targeted by defenses and yet Rodgers still finds him. I think what's even more impressive about Rodgers is He's doing it with guys like Lazard and MVS as his second and third options at wide receiver and uh, uh, Tanya at tight end. I mean, that's super impressive to me because teams have basically tried to neutralize Aaron Jones at times and it doesn't work. And then when they try and take the pass away, you know, you've got Jones to worry about. And, and Rodgers, you know, especially with a quarterback being drafted this year to ultimately be his heir apparent, everyone thought he'd be motivated. Well, he sure has. But that said, I think this is Mahomes to lose. And unless he really starts tanking down the stretch and having these uh, horrible three interception games that really affect his performance, wink, wink. Um, I, I do think Rodgers has a shot, but I still favor Mahomes. I think he has a shot, too. I don't think you should underestimate the fact that the man has 39 touchdowns and only four interceptions. That's pretty gaudy. I mean, last year I was talking to you on and on and on about, but he had 26 touchdowns and four interceptions. He's got 13 more touchdowns this time around and the same amount of interceptions. That's a great year. Uh, you're right. Mahomes is going to get all the press, but his state farm buddy is right behind him. Absolutely. And I don't know about you. I'm a little 
tired of Jake from State Farm, but that that's something I digress upon. But yeah, I, I think it's ironic that um, you know the the guys that are featured in insurance commercial are the two best NFL and fantasy quarterbacks right now. But look, I don't doubt Aaron Rodgers. That guy is clearly motivated. Whether it's the uh, discount double check or not, I'm not quite sure. But look, I got to hand it to you, Gerald. When we were doing our shows at the height of the pandemic, April, May, June, you said all along, watch out for Rodgers. And I hope people are listening to you. So next time, put your money where your mouth is, right? I have in my sleeper league. He's the reason why I'm in first place. That's the problem, though. With Jones out, he might have to pick up the slack even more. And that's going to be hurting me if that's the case. So I'm very concerned about that. But Dom... Before we head to the doghouse, I wanted to go ahead and hit you up with this on Aaron Rodgers. I want to hear your thoughts. I haven't spoken to you too much about Aaron Rodgers, but I'm sure you've heard at the dinner table with dad on how much I have gone over about Aaron Rodgers time in and time out. It's now paying off as far as it's concerned for a lot of fantasy football owners, including myself. I think the motivation comes from last year's NFL draft. How about you? I think so too. And he goes on Pat McAfee's show every week, and he, he likes to answer questions on that. And I bet his motivation is not only the draft, but rumors of him getting traded or released or not getting re-signed, any of that. He's just taking that, and he said, let me throw 36 touchdowns and only four interceptions this 39, year. 39. 39. <laughs> yeah, I just think he's had a great year, and – He's actually thrown more touchdowns than Mahomes, which is kind of crazy. And, yeah, they've had some duds of games, Tampa Bay, Minnesota, but they're 10-3. and three. They're the number one overall seed. They're rolling right now. It's just crazy because we had talked about, Chris, at the beginning of the season how we were very frustrated that they chose a quarterback in the draft with having Aaron Rodgers there, who had a pretty good season last year and not giving him any offensive weapons. And we talked about various trades possibly happening and just didn't materialize. Yet somehow Aaron Rodgers this year has exceeded all expectations, even my own, as far as that's concerned. How, how has he been able to go ahead and manufacture all this offense when they really made no substantial additions you know, pretty much across the board on the offensive side of the ball? I think like I hit on before, Devontae Adams is just that good. You know, everyone talks about DeAndre Hopkins, for instance, and he is a phenomenal receiver, but some would argue that Adams has uh, surpassed him this year. And then two, Aaron Jones is a really underrated running back. So it's not like he just key on the pass with the Packers. Jones is a threat not only to run the ball, he can catch the ball out of the backfield. And I, I think, too, the, the Packers have a very underrated offensive line. They protect well for Rodgers. They open holes. I, I think they're multidimensional. You know, over the years, everyone loved to talk about the Dallas offensive line and how great it was. I don't think the Packers get enough credit. I agree with you on that. I mean, and I think the, also the main thing is they're all staying healthy. Last year, I know there was issues with health with at least not one, but two players on that list that you were talking about. So Aaron Rodgers, the options for him weren't as available. And I'm just glad to see that he's going to go ahead and get that kind of success. And if Patrick Mahomes slips, your man, Dom, if he slips a little, Aaron Rodgers is going to step in there and say, you know what, I'll take that ketchup bottle away from you and get that MVP trophy as well. 
So before we head on out, I wanted to go ahead. You like that? Those State Farm representatives? Yeah, that was, oh, good. That was good. There you go. Okay. All right. Yeah, says, says the kid who eats a ton of ketchup to begin with. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I'm a mustard man myself, but, uh, you know, I take some ketchup every now and then. We may be headed to the replay booth, but we'll be right back with Inside Sports Fantasy Football. For the latest news and information, analysis, and opinions on the Los Angeles Lakers and the NBA, check out the Lakers Fast Break podcast today on wherever you get your podcasts. Before we head on out, I want to go ahead and thank everybody for listening and watching on today's program. But as part of what we're doing on today's show, which is a combined Lakers Fast Break and Inside Sports Fantasy Football going to space them out between two episodes on both those channels so be able to check them out properly but as we always do on inside sports fantasy football woof 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 it's time to go to the doghouse doghouse back to 500 where they belong fittingly this season uh you know i thought my beloved new york giants would at least show up and lose by a field goal or less if they weren't going to win and they just got completely clobbered by the Cardinals. So we'll have to move away from the Giants. They face the Browns this coming Sunday night. They got flexed into that game. Gerald, when do you ever see a 49ers-Cowboys game getting flexed out for a Browns-Giants game? There's always a first, and 2020 is clearly the year uh, for I almost that. couldn't believe that when I heard it. <sighs> Amazing. But, you know, I'm, hope, I'm hoping it'll be a good game. It's the Giants I'm worried about showing up. But anyway, going through the lines – not a heck of a lot compelling this week from an underdog perspective, but there was one that stood out. Everyone knows I love underdogs. They know I love home underdogs even more. And when I see a home underdog housed in Washington playing a team from the state of Washington, yep, that's a Seahawks at the football team. And uh, Washington's getting six points, as I've just been checking here on the Internet. I thought maybe, you know, my eyes were going. My new phone wasn't connecting to the Internet correctly. But, no, it is. Um, Look, I think the Seahawks are a good team. I think they're a little bit overrated. They benefit from winning at home with the 12s. And even this year when there are no fans there, I think they play well at home. They've come east a few times this year. They lost to Buffalo, one of my home underdog specials earlier this year in the doghouse. And I'm going to do it again. I really like the way Washington's playing. Alex Smith is a great story. I know he got banged up last week, but it looks like the team's optimistic he'll play. I'm really picking them because I, I think this Washington defense is very underrated. Dom and I watched Chase Young uh, sack Nick Mullins, strip him of the ball, then chase it down, pick it up, and run it in for a touchdown. And, you know, Dom and I thought last year when the Giants beat the Redskins, I, I figured that was the end of Chase Young in a Giants uniform, and I was right. And he ended up in that Burgundy Washington uniform. And uh, Ron Rivera is a defensive coach, and he's really turned that team around on that side of the ball. So, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if Washington wins outright, but I'll take them with the six points. I think at least they keep it close in an interesting game. Yeah, I hear you on that. Absolutely. Uh, one last question I want to ask you before we get to the pick challenge, and that is this, Dom. Has Colt McCoy been in the league longer than you've been alive, or is it close? Because he actually, I think, played in a game this past weekend because of injury, correct? Yeah, I think they just pulled Daniel Jones because how horrific he was against the Cardinals. And they flexed it in there. So there you go, Chris. There you go. Colt McCoy <laughs> leading the way. <laughs> hey, he played, played well in Seattle, right? He uh, threw for yeah. 105 yards. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, I'm just talking about that. But yeah, it's going to be something that Colt McCoy is the legend. I think he might be playing until he's 70 because I keep hearing his name year in, year out. And I think he's gone from the league and boom, there he is. But before we head on out, guys, I want to go ahead and thank everybody for listening earlier to all of our thoughts on the NBA. Plus right now what's going on with fantasy football. But before we head on out, it is time once again to let everybody know and give everybody an update on our Pick'em Challenge. And Chris, Prosperity was not your friend this past weekend. 0-3, buddy. 0-3. Yeah, I, I told you, the, the quicker I give it, the, the quicker, you, quicker you take it back. And uh, I, I got to tell you, Gerald, I knew I was 0-2 heading into last night. And I turned the game off. And Dom informed, informed me this morning that... We had, as uh, SVP likes to say on ESPN, a bad beat happen as the Browns lateral the ball around and ended up taking a safety. And I would have pushed and gotten that elusive tie to make it 0-2-1, but no, nope, I took the collar 0-3 again. So congratulations. We got ourselves a horse race again. And there were several million dollars here in Vegas that <laughs> swung one way or the other. It was reported all over the news wires about what happened because of that. And there are a lot of upset sports gamblers here in the Las Vegas area. That's all I'll say. And that's all I'll talk about when it comes to that. But yes, there was a major swing just because of that. So that, like you said, and as like SVP said, is a bad beat indeed. Uh, just our usual public service announcement. And Dom turned to me at one point recently on a similar bad beat we witnessed. He said, Dad is this why you tell me not to gamble? And I said, yes, it is, son. And that Ravens-Browns game is exhibit A. Rips your heart out. Rips your heart out. And all you can do is rip the ticket and move on. Rip up the ticket and move on. <laughs> but before we head on out, I wanted to go ahead and get everybody update on me. It was a pretty good week because I was 2-1. and one. My only loss was the Pittsburgh Bumble in Buffalo. Really thought they would go ahead and get back on the track, but unfortunately, they are now two losses down so far. So much for their undefeated season, indeed. But it is two and one. So, right now, we are at 21 and 21 for Chris and 20, 20 and two for me. Neither of us can stand any kind of prosperity. What will it be like for this weekend? We'll wait and see. But if you check out Inside Sports Fantasy Football on Facebook, we will give you updates on our Pick'em Challenge late Saturday night or early Sunday morning. Check your local listings on Facebook at Inside Sports Fantasy Football. Well, guys, it's been awesome. And i uh, just tell you what, it's been incredible having you here. One last thing for me before we head on out, ThriveFantasy.com, our good friends. I will tell you right now, if you're into daily fantasy sports betting, but you actually bet on the top players in the game, you only bet on players in esports or regular sports in the NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, the PGA, and esports. Be part of the fun. Be part of the action. ThriveFantasy.com or download the app Thrive Fantasy on your local app store. And you can go ahead and be part of the action if your state allows it, of course. And you can find out when you download the app or go to ThriveFantasy.com. And if you go ahead and put down your first deposit, as long as it's over $20, they will match it dollar for dollar up to $50 if you enter the code LFB. That's LFB. If you enter the promo code, Lakers Fast Break, LFB. And you'll hopefully go on your way to great success at Thrive Fantasy. But guys, it's been awesome having you here. I cannot thank you enough for being part of today's super show. 
between the Inside Sports Fantasy Football and the Lakers Fast Break with your thoughts on fantasy football. Hopefully I get a chance very soon to jump on Domination Sports Nation, which you need to check out at all podcast outlets today. But any last thoughts, guys, on the way out? I'd just like to wish everyone good luck in their fantasy playoffs this year. It's been a unique year on many levels, to say the least. But Dom and I witness it with our teams, even though we'll be on the outside looking in. Anything can happen. Crazy things can happen. And uh, I wouldn't be surprised if it comes down to a Monday night and a running back either scoring or not scoring or kicker making or missing a field goal and feels like that again this year. But Dom, any last thoughts on the way out? No, nothing actually. Good luck, like my dad said. I mean, it's a tough year and you got to finish it out. Absolutely. For fans of the Lakers Fast Break, I know how I have a lot of great listeners out there. I want to give you next episode is number 200. Can you believe in a little over a year's time, I've done 200 episodes of the Lakers Fast Break and there's no one better to celebrate it with me than my good friend and a guy who's been with me for entire playoffs our good friend Rafael Barlow from NBA Draft Junkies. He and I are going to go over the Western and Eastern conferences. And we're going to start that with episode 200. We'll see if that's going to last over one or multiple episodes when I go ahead and chat with him very soon on our 200th episode of the Lakers Fast Break. So for Chris Sardieri and Dominic Lardieri, we truly appreciate being part of today's show. It is Inside Sports Fantasy Football. We truly appreciate you watching. Truly appreciate you listening right here at Inside Sports Fantasy Football. <laughs>